You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is the bat into six defensive backs. Fourth and eight. Pocket trembling. Knocked away. Kelly O'Mac. Chargers have it. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O and Joe G with you here, presented by BetMGM on a Tuesday. The call there, Khalil Mack, what a big game against his former team, the Raiders, um, on Sunday. Chargers beat the Raiders, and now we look forward to week two in the NFL and it's always fun as these weeks go on. Like last week was different because we had four months of the lines posted. And then they, they moved a little bit here, a little bit there, and then a lot maybe last week in some games. But this week it's normal, right? Lines posted Sunday night, and here we are Tuesday, and we're seeing movement across the league. So let's dive into some of the line movement we're seeing in the NFL right now. One of the biggest ones, maybe the biggest movement in terms of a line from where we saw it originally posted to now Cardinals Raiders, Joe, as we look at that one, we were just talking about it with Paul on the break there. That is now mm-hmm. at five and a half at BetMGM. I think we all like the Raiders in this spot, uh, but I like them a lot better at three and a half, you know, 40, 36 hours ago. Now it's at five and a half. Man, this is, um, this is going one way and it's going towards the Raiders. And last week it was two and a half. Yep. So wow. to, to start, we go through the key number of three compared to the look ahead. And now we're out to five and a half. This is not buying the Raiders. This is selling hard on the Arizona Cardinals. Man, is that a, that a hard sell? I mm-hmm. we we're fading Arizona coming into the season, but this seems like a market overreaction a little bit, or or is it correcting itself? Is it it's saying you know the books got this wrong? This was just not where it was supposed to be. So now we're here. So did you say we're have we touched six yet anywhere? I see. haven't seen a six. I've just seen five. MGM's a five and I, a half. I saw oh, a yeah, six I see this six morning. Okay. I see a yeah. bunch of them. Wow. Is that going to go to seven? That's too much. What did we see out of Derek Carr? I mean, we established yesterday he was drunk during the game. So, I don't. <laughs> That's – I'm not laying six, seven with Derek Carr. I'm sorry. I'm not. And, and this is not against – I, I don't know, Colts, wh- whichever team you consider at the very bottom. Seahawks, they won. They're 1-0. They're going to be a bottom team. I promise you that this year. So it's not like they're facing one of those teams. It's yeah. a team that might be in the middle with Arizona. Right, that's that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, I agree. Though I, part of why I think we're headed here is – if there's, a, if there's a real weakness on the Raiders, I think it's their offensive line. You saw Mack take advantage of that. Can the Cardinals do that? 
The Cardinals had zero sacks last week against Patrick Mahomes. And I understand Reed and Mahomes are better than McDaniels and Carr. But this feels like a bad matchup for the, the Cardinals. Their corners stink, and they can't get a pass rush. How are they going to stop any good quarterback this year? Like, they're in trouble. I mean, I don't know how they're going to stop anyone with that defense against good quarterbacks. So the total in that game is 51 and a half. Feels like a high-scoring game. Feels like this week, Devontae Adams, Carr, Renfro, Waller, that they should be near 30. If they're not, I think it's a disappointment for the Raiders. But again, that's a big number, five and a half or six. Can I just bring up a prop point there? Like, Hollywood continues to be completely untrustworthy. Who else oh, is he throwing yeah. to? And he couldn't, like, 34 yards, three catches, maybe, like, I... Very he's not that good. Anyway. He's not no, that good. No, I know. I know. And that's part of the handicap. But, like, he's the only guy to throw to, and he stinks. I mean, Ertz ended up being healthy, and maybe he'll be the guy now. But, man. Would anybody talk about Brown if he didn't have the name Hollywood? And I'm serious. No. Like, would everybody, Dude, oh, like, like, that Marquise Jeff. Brown player. People like to say Hollywood. People like, so they, they bring it up and they see him score once in a while. The prop's always in the 40s most times with him for a good reason. How yeah. quickly did, I, did um, Eric DeCosta, I must have said Newsom, Eric DeCosta of the Ravens say yes when the first round pick offer came in? What? Yeah. Right. We're done. It's called in. He's on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Look at some of the receivers that are coming into the league that are first round picks. Doesn't have to be a top 10 pick either and the impact that they're having. Right. Come on. What are you doing? What are By the way, do you, do you guys know who the leading receiver and had the most targets for the Cardinals was on Sunday? Someone named Greg Nor Dorch. Yes. Nine targets, right? Greg Dorch. The Cardinals are in trouble <laughs> in every way. Is Man, everybody going to oh, go. gonna use their, their fab dollars for a Greg Dorch tonight on waiver wire? <laughs> <laughs> no yes. thanks. They are. They will. All right. And, here's another one. Based off last night. Is this an overreaction? Seattle is an eight and a half point dog at some spots at San Francisco. A lot of questions about Trey Lance, but uh, they're going back home. And let's assume that they're not going to play in a monsoon against a team. Short week, high emotion. This is – it's hard to trust San Francisco right now. I understand that. But this is San Francisco or not, nothing. That's it. So MGM has a 9.5 on this game, and the total is yeah, only 42.5. Here's a question for you, big picture. How many games this year are we going to see with a spread this high on a total that low? That's pretty rare. When we're, we're, we're near double digits for a, a total that's at – 42 and well, a half. We have another one. The uh, same situation this week. Sunday Night Football, Bears, Packers. Yep. Total identical, 42 and a half. Line identical, nine and a half. That is strange. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to go back to the conversation we had with Brian Baldinger about an hour ago. He thinks the Niners have, at bare minimum, a top three defense. Don't you think this is a week for the Niners defense to win the day? Short week for Seattle. No emotion. Not at home. Geno Smith coming off the best moment of his NFL career. Is Geno going to back this up and play well again? I mean, come on. The, I mean, he was he, lights out last night. Right. Hold on. Yes. Lights out. His offense didn't score in quarters three and four, too. Right. So, so I, I, 
yeah, I could see them scoring 10 on Sunday. Like this game, you know, it's 27-10. That is, you cannot take Seattle in this spot. If you, get, if you do it and they win, good for you. You're right, I was wrong. And I'm not saying San Francisco is a great play here, but I that this is a I can't back the dog, the the big dog. And usually more than a touchdown, I will make cases for those big underdogs, especially in a division matchup. But here I can't. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, here's another division matchup for you. And we're seeing this number come down. The Colts were four and a half. It's at four now against the Jaguars. Are we getting a discount on Indianapolis after another week one? slow issue you know frank reich this is the story of the colts since he got there they have these bad week ones now they tied the Texans. they tied the texans colts at the jaguars it's been a house of horrors for them but four it's only four in this game down from four and a half and what do we think there's a three and a half out there i'm i'm not as comfortable as uh, you guys seem to be I'll, I'll let you speak for yourself where you are on this game but yeah another divisional matchup we know about the colts struggles early on in the season the Colts should have won that game by a lot of points. They had 500-some offensive yards. Right. And then the Texans had less than 300. <laughs> and they somehow uh, pulled out the tie. So, yeah, probably a get-right spot. But, again, do you want those get right, do you want to pick on those get-right spots, those bounce-back situations in division matchups? Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I see it. Yeah, I mentioned there's a three-and-a-half, so I wonder, are we going to trend down a little bit? When people are selling the Colts, uh, if you're going to sell the Colts, you do it in the first month of the season. If you're going to fade the Colts, that's when you do it. Yeah, I do wonder if there's some fatigue factor with the Colts. They went all the way through an overtime game, but five quarters of football, they ran 90 offensive plays. There could be some fatigue mm-hmm. there. I probably won't bet this. I just think it's interesting. I, I, I'm i going to be surprised if the Colts lose the game. 
Could it be close? Yeah, it could be close. 27-23. I mean, I, I, I understand the number, but would you? I'll be surprised if they're 0-1-1 against the Texans and Jaguars. I mean, that's a terrible start mm-hmm. to their season. Paul, what do you think on this one? I played the Colts uh, when it got to four and sort of immediately regretted it, kind of what – because then I saw that it had – you know, was continuing to trickle down. I – here's the thing with the Jaguars. They moved the ball and they had red zone issues as well. Like they probably should have won that game. Now is that going to correct itself? I don't know. Um, the more – like I think when we comes to the contest, this will probably be a stay away. Um, but I just yeah. – I felt like – all right, the Colts always always start slow. New quarterback on the road. This is what they do, especially in the division. Now, could they do it two weeks in a row? Absolutely, but I would more lean towards like this is a team we're talking about being a possible Super Bowl contender, and the Jags. Well, we think they could be scrappy. I I lean towards the Colts here, but it probably will not be a contest pick. <laughs> Wait, I'm just. You started talking about the red zone, so I looked up the red zone stats from week one. You know what it says next to Dallas? What? O for O. Dash. <laughs> they no didn't get yet. to the red zone. They didn't get That's there. Wow. <laughs> uh, see, this week? So I'm assuming this was updated. Did Seattle score a touchdown from the red zone yesterday? Was it this? How far out was that? That was a. That was further. Yeah. What about the second so, one? Was that too far also? I'm not blinking on. It may have been. It was down the right so, sideline, I think. Do you, Paul, do you think teams that were really bad in the red zone, it, as long as they have a decent quarterback, those might be bad on teams in week two? So Denver falls into that category 0 for 4. Uh, Miami. Uh, maybe Joe would argue about the quarterback part, but they didn't score from the red zone against New England. Oh, for Cleveland two, by struggled. the way, Seattle. Oh, Seattle yeah, Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota, Minnesota, Green Bay, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, all uh, 33%. All that Vikings love. Kirk Cousins threw for 77 yards in the second half. Stop, stop. I, yeah, yeah. It's, I love. Yeah, I, but, but to answer your Arrow question. Arrow pointing yes. up, calm down. Yeah, yeah, but to answer your question, yes, like the Derek Carr situation, you know, three picks. I don't. I would lean towards that not happening again. Frost in the red zone, I'd be okay with being like, I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, those were Burrow. It was one of those games where everything went against you, where like from the start, Burrow too, right? Yes, Burrow, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I, I would be on. It's almost like being baseball runners in scoring position. You keep putting base runners on, you're going to score runs, right? You keep getting in the red zone, you're going to score touchdowns at some point. I think that evens out. Maybe that doesn't mean it happens this week, but they keep getting in there. You're going to score some points. Let's talk some college football next. Brad Powers joins the show next right here on the Beck QL Network.